everybody i am that fat guy welcome to another episode of legal hand to the face it is episode 70 i think am i right yes all right so let's bring in the cohorts bry look up before i call you in there he is and i'm bringing in big bry what's up and my cousin Betty. hey good morning everybody so what's going on brothers nothing another day in paradise of uh 95 degree and humid as shit in september how about that yeah, we're used to it. Over yeah. one football team, ninety-five degree weather. What else is new? Indians still suck. Let's just now nah, that's going. something new. That's something oh, new. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's quickly get through the uh, rundown real quick, Betty. What are we talking about today? All right, rundown for today. We're going to talk uh, a little. My cousin Vinny's uh, word of the day there. Trivia time. And this one is on Big Bry, right? Yes, it is. All right, just making sure. And uh, Indians, what are they doing? We're going to talk some Browns and uh, look ahead to the Houston, see what's going on there. Um, Fat Boy Tuesday, we got game day foods and top three bull predicts for the 2021-22 season yeah we didn't get into that last week we were all enamored and uh fanboyed out a little bit last week if you didn't catch last week's episode uh our first shout out of the show is uh we want to thank eric Metcalf for joining us last week wishing brian early happy birthday so thank you eric uh let's see here brian you got any shout outs you got what mark had a wedding this weekend right yeah, the reception was, so uh, we had a good time there. But, yeah, let me just piggyback off your first one and thank, uh, thank you to Eric Metcalf for uh, for putting in the effort. He's very gracious with your time over in Italy. And also thank you to the fat guy and all of your cohorts on Twitter for doing what you guys did because uh, you're starting to change my mind a little bit on Twitter being a bad place. So well, you I just appreciate said- y'all. You just got to know the right people. You can, you just can't uh, follow the trolls like <laughs> Mr. Goldhammer. Um, those are the ones you just got to stay away from. As long as you're with Always Positive Jay, everything is positive and sunshine, bud. Jay, Kevin, yeah, you guys are the best. I appreciate it. I had Jay, you. I had Kevin, I had, oh, my Lord, uh, Mike. Mike got in on the action. We had Nick Cards. There's a lot of people in play on that one. So thank you guys awesome. for helping me get a hold of uh, – Eric, and once again, you know, showing up at 1230 a.m. <laughs> Italy time to talk to us. And we found out what bar it was at, Johnny's Bar. It's Johnny's. On the, there's two places downtown called Johnny's. One's Johnny's Bar off of Fulton, 
And you mm-hmm. found another Johnny's bar off of there's a John Yeah, West Six, was it maybe? West Six. six. West so six sounds we're gonna they're they're a little pricey, so but Brian and I decided that we'll go out on a mandate one of those times, get a couple bourbon and get Vinny come with us. We'll have a legal hand mandate. There you go. Sure. We'll go down there and have some uh have a good time. What do you guys say? Absolutely. Let's do it. And then before we get too far, let me show you. I am a true, real Eric Metcalf fan, even though he was giving me crap for uh for not owning any jersey of his anymore. And so that one's for you, Eric. Shout out to my boys from Homage uh t-shirt company. You know something? I would have loved to see you try to get that jersey back when you're like six years old. Try to put that over <laughs> yeah, I would've... he made it sound like just a couple of cuts and a couple of uh, sewn, and I'm good to go. No, hey, it couldn't fit would... around my thigh right now. You would have looked like Ezekiel Elliott back in the high State days with them just rolled up underneath <laughs> the pads and everything. You look yeah. great. Who was the uh, who was the guard from Alabama? Chance oh, I... Warmack or something? What you about him? the uh, the tight end for Baylor? The offensive lineman that was a tight end. Oh, yeah. That trying to get that would have been us. Trying to get you yep. in that jersey. Hey, I'd have done it. <laughs> Him calling me out like that, I'd have tried to fit into it. I, bud, I hear you. I hear you. So go ahead with your shout-outs, bud. Finish them up. That's all. That's all. That's it. All yep. right, Eddie, you? Uh, we went on out to, to Melt, uh, Melt Grill, uh, this past weekend here. Uh, Speaking of Melt, we uh, – I threw out on Twitter for Fat Boy Tuesday. We were kind of, uh-huh. we were we were talking. I wanted to see what people wanted us to talk about food wise or whatever. You know, something I realized, Fat Boy Tuesday. We can talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about. It's our Fat sure. Boy Tuesday, That's true. so it doesn't have to be food. But Ted Mack, one of our great viewers who loves our show, you remember the guy from West Virginia who likes all the spicy stuff that would tear Absolutely. up our insides. Yeah, he's never been to Melt before, so he'd like to know our go tos when we go to Melt. So you want to mm. give them a little heads up? Did you look at the menu? Because it's been a while since you've been to Melt. Right. I didn't really look at the menu, but I've known from, from what I've gotten in the past. I think one was a uh, a buffalo chicken okay. uh, sandwich, and the other one was the piggy or something, barbecue pork. Okay. Vinny, you had the – what did you have? Um, I went ahead. I had the Monte Cristo. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Awesome. They deep fry it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, uh, the uh, some kind of raspberry. Uh, I might be off on that. Like a, it's like a raspberry sauce. Yeah, right yeah. into mm-hmm. it. Oh my god, mm-hmm. fantastic! Like mine, I like the uh, I like the big fish, but also okay. you, can't, you can't get wrong with the melt challenge. I mean, you really can't. Did you try it? Eva, uh, Eva nudged me. Did she? Nudge, you she, didn't do it. She nudged me. She goes, obviously not tonight because it's date night, but. <laughs> Come back at some point in time, and you should do this challenge. Hey, it doesn't seem like that much food. You should be able to do it. So, hey, and I went, son of a, oh, you right. don't want to even try. No way. <laughs> right? You know, you know, for us, the six letter word <laughs> gets us excited, which is either hot dogs or options. Um, mm-hmm. Six letter word that gets Vinny excited: buffet. <laughs> Who doesn't love a good buffet? Now, there's no way in hell I could ever do that melt challenge. It's just way too much cheese, way so? too much. No, I, I well, couldn't. be bound up for days. Oh, my Lord, you'd be bound up yeah. for days. No way. Why am I hearing an echo? I, I just heard that, too, actually. It might be on the bright side. It's all right. I don't Sorry. care. All right, so uh, keep going. I apologize. I had to get Ted back out of the road. So go ahead. Uh, no, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, <laughs> Mel, Mel Byron Grill and, uh, you know. 
All right. So I have to shout out Juice. Our boy, Juice, yep. from the Juice yep. podcast, just got married this weekend. Oh, cool. Sucker. And <laughs> hope that works out well for you. <laughs> He's all happy, though. They went down to Key West, and it was just, yeah. Ponderosa and Coshocton used to, yeah, they did have a good Ponderosa buffet. You remember Are those around anymore? Yeah. No, I don't think There's so. There's one in Brunswick. Is there? Oh, my God. There was. I don't think there was one anymore. Well, we need to find one to go to it. All right. <laughs> I used to go to the Bad Boy Road on, Trip on Snow Road. Oh God, I there love used to be one right over there, man. especially when they had the, the ice cream, the soft serve ice cream yeah. station. Yep. Exactly. Where <laughs> now I'm we're getting to. off on a tangent. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. Uh, also, want to give a shout out to the uh, African Safari Wildlife Safari in Port Clinton. Uh, over there, what is it? The Wild? I can't remember. Wildlife Reserve. Where you can drive your car yeah. through, you can feed the animals, you see giraffes and all that stuff. We took the boys there this weekend. Bry, I got up and close personal with a white buffalo named Tidy. Great white buffalo. <laughs> Bry, I have never been so freaked out in my entire life because we're driving through there. We're feeding all the animals. Well, a couple little baby buffaloes come up. Bison. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, bison. Come up. My kids start feeding them, right? And I'm looking out the passenger window. I'm not even paying attention to what's happening on my side because there was nothing over there. And I'm like, oh, and all of a sudden I felt a nudge on my shoulder. And I turned around. This big son bitch had his whole head in my window staring me down for food. And I'm like, you are talking to the wrong person, <laughs> brother. And I'm just sitting there looking at it. Hope's got a whole bunch of pictures. I'll put them out on Twitter later. But yeah. she goes, look on your face because you turned around. And you looked at me like, hey, big boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, we took we took the Jetta. We didn't really? take Yeah, we took. We okay, took, well, okay. You took the Jetta. We took the Jetta. So the okay. boys got to feed some uh, llamas, some alpacas, one of those Scottish uh, cattle, the long-haired cattle. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? The mule deer. What was the other thing that stole the whole cup from Charlie? Yeah, Charlie got the whole food. <laughs> Charlie's sitting here feeding this, but going like this, and it just took a whole cup out of his hand. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, but no, it was a good time. We went up there, we had a blast. We got to show the boys. We went on the lake a little bit for the boys. So it was a good little getaway for us as a family. So other than that, that's all I got for shout outs. Oh, and our fantasy football league that has gone off without a win. Have you figured out the weeks yet? Yes. So it is the first four weeks. First we four will weeks. take we will take the bottom two. Oh, um, he's added, rolled over, added. Yep, yep. So all four weeks, all weeks. four weeks added together. Okay. And then in week five, you'll have the first elimination match with the bottom two scores. So so far, right now, the bottom two scores are my cousin Vinny, my cousin Vinny, yep. Aaron Rodgers, and Papa V. Correct. Mm-hmm. And Papa V, who was Papa V's? Oh, he had Fitz Magic, I think, or something like that. That went down quick. Uh, I don't know who he had. I thought, um, I thought, uh, big man had Fitzpatrick. Well, I, I know, know, I know Vinny got screwed over because, you know, when you get 1.3 fantasy points from your starting quarterback, mm-hmm. yeah. So, <laughs> so then after, well, just after week four, you know, we'll do the cumulative for the first four weeks, but then after that, it's just a weekly game. So it doesn't matter if you're in first place or second place after the first four weeks. It's just a weekly game after that. Whoever gets the lowest score per week goes to the elimination next week. Oh, okay. So it's cumulative. Guillotine, the guillotine league. Yep. And then after that, it's guillotine. 
then it's just a weekly weekly match. I like it. There you go. All okay. right, so there's your answers. Vinny was hitting me up. I'm like, that's Bry's thing. I got enough crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bry yeah. is the illegal ham to the face commissioner. There you go. No, Phillips hit me up. I forgot to text him back. So hopefully right. he's watching or listening. He's not watching or listening. We'll find out later, though. He'll probably hit me up later. <laughs> yeah. So the first four weeks are added up. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I'm understanding that. I, I took a look um, and the thing, like, I think it was like my second or third pick. I think it was my third pick. Like, out. Like, already. I'm going, what the hell? I'm the, like, yeah, that happened. I hate that. I know. I know. It happens. Every year it happens. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Saquon <laughs> happened the first year. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I remember. Oh, Wait. All right. Let's hit the waiver wire, Vinny. <laughs> you got to get the waiver wire, buddy. Tonight. They run tonight. Yep. You All better right. be on it. Because you know Brian and I are already on it. All right, so let's get into our show, boys. Let's do the uh, My Cousin Video Word of the Day, and let's get it over with. Oh, boy. Yep. All right. Hey, hold on. Do, 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 do. All right. My Cousin Video Word of the Day. Inflammable. Inflammable. Okay, I got that one. Inflammable, okay. So you think. So I think. So this is what makes things interesting. This is what I liked about this word here traditionally a lot of people will confuse both inflammable and flammable how i don't know i guess uh, we'll find out okay mm-hmm. stay, tuned. <laughs> stay tuned i'm gonna look like a moron all right <laughs> i better write it down now before i get are, any more beers in hey are you smarter than a fifth grader right nope. here we go probably here not, we go. <laughs> probably not. all right so Vinny, let's get ready for uh trivia all right, I think it's Bry, sir. Bry, you ready for my turn? Or? Yep. All right, here we go. All right, so our trivia is brought to you by Papa V and Curb Appeal. I forgot to do our show sponsor again. Why can't I do that right out of the gate? I should do it before Sorry. I bring that. That's my fault. Well, I, need, I need a uh, a banner for it. For Lake Erie APA? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I got, I got to get on Harold because I got to get a picture too because I wanted to actually do a nice little video tribute to him and everything else. Oh, yeah. So our show is brought to you by uh, Lake Erie APA and Harold Keel. Uh, come out, join the Lake Erie APA. Uh, they just had their tournament in Vegas. Right now, we are running uh, winter session, which is sixteen week or fall, fall session, fall session, well, which fall is winter. six, yeah, fall winter, which is our sixteen week. It's one of our biggest ones, yeah. and it's awesome mm-hmm. for us because uh, I get to watch all the Browns games at the bar, uh, either a the tail end of the one o'clock or all the four o'clock. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Hit up Lake Erie APA on their Facebook page or get a hold of us here at Illegal Ham in the Face and we will get you hooked up with Harold. So thank you mm-hmm. guys for that. All right. So our trivia is brought to you by <coughs> Papa V at curbappeal419.com. Get a hold of Papa V for all your landscaping needs over on the west side of Ohio, Lima, Bluffton, and Pidley area, I believe. So, right. I hit you guys up with a whole bunch of cheddar last week. With a six hundred yeah. pound, six hundred dollar pound of cheddar, not a one million 
pound. No, not one million. Vinny was way <laughs> off. Vinny threw me off. I went one point hey, five. If it was if it was a million, it better come with Giselle and a few other things. That was some stinky cheddar. <laughs> that was some stinky. Uh, there you go. Nice. All right, so let's do it. Let's do it, brother. What we got for well, you? I couldn't remember if I asked you last year about um who the Browns quarterback was the last time they won an opener. Yes, I didn't did. go with that. Did I ask you that? Yes. Okay. Well, I already know who it is, so we can do that again. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean tell someone. Uh, Tell everyone who it is. Jeff Garcia. Jeff Garcia. Do you know who the coach was? 07. Was it? Uh, uh, it was a Butch. 04. 04 was the year. Was it Butch? Yep, Butch, yep, Butch Davis. Butchie. Um, So I pivoted because I, 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 that was my one all along. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I asked you that already. So thank you. Eddie, we were going. We are going to the college football game, and we are going to who is the number one college football player on Mel Kuyper's big board? Ooh, I like it. For this year? For this year. So it would be next year's draft, this year's college football season. This year's, next year's draft. All right, I got you. Okay, so who basically who's going to be the number one pick next year? Gotcha. All right. Cool. I like it. All right, so let's get into – Brian, I want to get into our Indians real quick. Is that okay? Sure. Let's get them done and over with because this is the last time we're going to talk about them probably <laughs> this year. Um, our Indians have finally uh, – I don't know what the hell they're doing because they're bringing back Bieber. Uh, Savali's already back. They're working on uh, Roberto coming back. Why are these guys coming back, Brian? Like, it, it's a lost season. You guys are – so far out of it, like you have a point zero zero one six seven percent chance to get mm-hmm. in the playoffs, and you guys are like trying to scratch a claw. Just let them heal up and get ready for next year, right? Yeah, the only the only two options that I really think that um, would make sense to me was either one, they're trying to build some momentum for next year and try to get them to finish off this season, you know, and kind of have a normal off season after that on, you know, whether it be their routines that they've done in the past, you know, taking time off and they get it back into it, just trying to get some normalcy would be one option. And the other one is just they're desperate. I mean, they've been pretty embarrassing over the last couple weeks, last three weeks or whatever. So just trying to get some momentum heading into next year. Well, the other thing is they have been no hit now, a record. Three times this year. <laughs> Quick trivia for you. Mm-hmm. What pitcher pitched for the Indians all three times that they've been no hit? Plesak. Zach Plesak. I feel yeah. bad for that kid. <laughs> I know. Well, and I mean, that's pretty embarrassing to begin with, but I had a friend who went to the game on what was it Wednesday? And we all, there were a bunch of us that went to Top Golf. He joined us at Top Golf at like nine fifteen, and I go, "What are you doing here? I thought you were at the Indians game." And he said, "I was. The game is over already." And I go, "What?" He said, "They didn't even get a hit on Wednesday until like the sixth or seventh inning." Yeah. And then what was it on Sunday? They didn't even get a hit till like the sixth inning or something. It, it's bad. So it's, it's not like this is just a one game thing, or this happened three times and we're good. Other than that, I mean, it's just. It's a double A team at this point. I, 
I just say play the young kids, just gut out the rest of the season, be sure. done with it. I mean, it's yeah. chalk it up. I, I mean, mean, we still have, we have what? Framble and Hosey are right. right around 30 home runs each, right? Mm-hmm. They got to be close to it. So at least we have our solid 3-4 hitter. And, you know, we'll figure out what happens after that. But, I mean, they still need to find some outfield help. Definitely an outfield bat. Sure. But and you also got to look at shortstop and second base now, too. So, I mean, you got you got a lot of questions to answer. Yeah, and, and I thought I heard something maybe that they were going to vote on at the winter meetings about uh, having a baseline for for what each team has to spend every single year, which is like a hundred million dollars is what they're talking about. And the Indians, I think are what at 40 or 50 million is their <laughs> payroll right now. No, it's less than that. It's like 20 something. So they would have to spend yeah. some major money if that becomes yeah, a new but rule. I mean, that's, what they really need is a ceiling. I mean, they just need a salary cap in general. And that salary would cap. Yeah. Because that would actually get the smaller mid markets to be able to keep their players. And it also draw in more people into baseball because, you know, yes, New York, L.A., you know, all these big markets, yes, they're going to have huge baseball fans. We have great baseball fans here in Cleveland. We really do. But mm-hmm. why would we want to go to a game to watch a guy that just got up from double A? Like, and now, granted, now they have done very good things with the quarter bar, with ticket pricing, with bleachers, with kids, everything else. And people should go to the games. I mean, it's $10 to go to the game and sit in the bleachers. Or to mm-hmm. go to the corner bar and have a couple beers with your friends beforehand. Like, they, yeah. it's, it's actually affordable for you to go, unlike certain places. So, you know, even if it's just like a just a weekend, be like, you know something? I want to go to the Tribe game. You can spend 15 bucks, get a ticket, just enjoy just the day out. You can be downtown, have dinner, and then just go to the game for, you know, a few innings. You have to be there for the entire game. Just imagine how different this franchise would be if, um, if over the years we were able to sign a guy like Frankie Lindor, even though he's not doing great this year, or CC Sabathia, oh, or uh, okay. you know, let's, let's go we with have Cleveland Indians, not the ones that flip off other people, and you know, the yeah. guy, you know, getting fights with uh, the Yankees players. Right, but I'm not. I'm not looking at the production after they sign these big deals. I'm just saying. We know as Indians fans, we're all excited about Shane Bieber. Oh, yeah. But in the back of our minds, we're like, yeah, we might have him for two years, three <laughs> years, and then we'll have to trade him. Okay. Yeah. And then hopefully we can get excited about somebody else. Rather than the Browns, you know, we know we drafted a great defensive end from Texas A&M, and we can get excited about, about him for 10 years, 15 years. Yeah. Whereas with the Indians, it's like, well, we got three or four years to be excited, and then, you know, maybe after two of those years, we have to talk about trading him. Well, Ed and Columbus is calling his shot. You ready okay. for that try? Ed and Columbus said they will win the AL Central next year. They could. They sure, could. absolutely. Oh. Yeah, they stay healthy. Mom's in. Say hi to mom, Brian. <laughs> hi, mom. Hi, mom. You were supposed to call me and you never did. So that's okay. I'll talk to you later. She's coming in to watch the kids, so I'm excited. Oh, cool. Yeah. We got a babysitter. Hope and I are going down to the uh, casino for the big play. Uh, yeah. Tailgate from 10 to kickoff. So cool. if you guys want to catch the fat guy down there, I'll be down there with my wife. So Craig and his wife will be down there. Mm-hmm. And then you might catch me all really inebriated 
at some point in time, <laughs> Mr. B is playing some pool later. I'm just saying. Oh, boy, that's going to be a long day. So, so gonna... I won't be seeing you on Monday, then, is what you're telling me. Brian, you're lucky you see me now. <laughs> Let, let's be honest. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> All right, so let's do it. Let's get into the brownies. Come on. All right. So the Browns drop a heartbreaker to Kansas City, 33-29, to 29, which kudos on your score. You were four points off. Uh, Vinny went with his 27-24 motto. I think it was, right? And you know what? That was pretty darn close. I, I, let's bring you back in. There. Back in. That was pretty close. If you took away, uh, hey, I'm just bumping things now. Now you're just tearing <laughs> shit up. Tearing it up. Uh, I'm very emotional about it. Um, <laughs> I, lo- I love how you're about to justify this set score that you had from yeah. one year ago. This well, isn't like you just decided last okay. week that this is the score. You decided you talking about you decided this nine months ago that you were gonna pick 27-24 in the Browns opener. That's, hey. like, that's like the best. That's that has always been the go-to score. By the way, I, bro, I, I got a tally mark going right now. Uh he has one for 27-24. I want to see how many tally marks I get oh, throughout wow. the year. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> it's week one. Okay, yeah. One yeah, for one. One for one. Uh-huh. So <laughs> But no, I mean it was it was a great game. Uh yeah. The Browns should have won. They should have won. They yeah. should have won. They should have won. They yeah. should have won. Should have won. Sure. Should have won. Sure. But this is what gets the elite teams above a team that's coming up. Is they don't make those mistakes. They don't fumble a punt. They don't do stupid mistakes at the end of the game. Also, they don't go away from their bread and butter. I didn't see Chubb really touch the ball that much after the first half. Like, first half, he was on fire. Or was I wrong? No, no. he. And it was just a weird game script, um, you know, especially in the second half. Uh, we only had four plays in the third quarter. And three of them were Chubb runs. And unfortunately on that third one was when he fumbled. And then, uh, you know, we get the ball back after they pull within two. And then we have a three and out like that. And then the fumble punt. And before you know it, now we're chasing points. Now we're behind. So just the way the whole game script unfolded, it it was tough. Uh, That third quarter really shifted the momentum and unfortunately the chub fumble was a big part of that probably the first half it was like i'm watching it i'm at the bar and i am going absolutely insane because they're not missing anything yeah. like it was bang 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 even the balls on stefanski for fourth and three to do a slant to austin hooper and baker put it right in the bread basket there was no way that defender was going to go anywhere near that football. Baker put it right in the right spot. And yeah. you know something? I understand that Baker had a problem in the fourth quarter through the interception. You know something? He's even upset with himself about that, Brian. Like, he knows yeah. that that's a mistake. I get that. But you know something? At the end of the day, this is a t- whole team thing. It's not just one person. Mm-hmm. Yes, we gave Baker the ball, chance to get us back into it. The great thing was, is watch our two edge rushers get the offense the ball back. Cloudy, 
Garrett sacking Mahomes to get the offense the ball back. That was nice to see also. And it was also nice to see Clowney's name come up a lot because he showed up and balled out that week. Yeah, I think uh, I give credit to Stefanski for having um, the perspective in that first half to know that I know it's the first drive of the game, but this is the Kansas City Chiefs. They're going to put up their points. So exactly. field goals field goals aren't going to beat them. <laughs> and even though the t- it was tied at zero, we are driving down. A fourth and three, chip shot field goal, we could have easily taken it. He knew we need touchdowns to beat them. And yep. so that first half, that was a damn near perfect half. And unfortunately, the reason I'm – I'm I'm optimistic based on this game for the regular season and what it means. I mean, the Browns are a top five team. There's no doubt in my mind. But I'm I have a little doubt. I have I'm a little pessimistic when it comes to playing the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs because you do have to play a near perfect game to beat them. We did it in the first half, and we were far from it in the second half, but we still had a chance at the end. But I think because our defense kept us in the game. And, um, you know, that that Chubb fumble, that three and out, it was, I mean, hey, that really hurt. The Chubb fumble, I'm not talking that one. Yes, that hurt. That was only three points. The defense stood him up and kept him to three points. Sure. The Jamie Gillen muff, and I don't know what the hell he was doing. That's what you cannot give teams like Tampa Bay, Green Bay, Kansas City, anybody in the NFL – a first and 15, they are going to score a touchdown. That mm-hmm. was a 10-point swing right there. That punt, muff punt, whatever you want to call it, fumble, whatever the hell it was, that's what changed the game. It was that moment right there because after that moment, the wind came out of the Browns, and then it just went straight in because Kansas City knew they were either getting another three points or a touchdown. And when you're at first on the 15, you know, first down on the 15, you're winning a touchdown. You're not winning a field goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let, let me let me take a little pressure off Jamie Gillen. It was an excusable play. There's no doubt about it. He dropped it. He still had time to pick it up and punt it, but he panicked. Oh yeah. So hey, I it, it happens. It was it was a terrible play, but that play didn't lose us the game. Um, it, it hurt, but at the end of the day, we only scored seven points in the second half. We had the ball with three minutes left to go down and take the lead. And we just, we didn't make enough plays. And I don't necessarily blame one person for that, but it's a whole different ball game when there's three minutes left. The defense knows you have to throw the ball. You know you have to throw the ball. And you just have to go out and do it. You can't lean on the run game. The play action's not going to work. It's going to be up to... Our offensive line to pass block is going to be up to Baker to make the right reads, and it's going to be up to the receivers to get open, and we just didn't do it. And that's what maybe concerns me the most is this is now two games in a row that the Browns have been in Kansas City with the ball, chance to take the lead, and we have to throw the ball, and the defense knows we have to throw the ball. And we it's not like we got down to the 10-yard line and then stalled yeah. out. We didn't move it very far. We had a great screen to hunt um, on the second play, which gained like 20 yards, which if I'm nitpicking, I could wonder, like, why aren't we running more screens? Our screen game is top-notch. We always seem to have success with it. Well, especially with our and, line pulling out. I mean, 
Yeah. Jack Con- I mean, watch watching Chubb get a touchdown and not be touched for 20 yards was absolutely amazing. Like I'm sitting there like I wanted to flip over the bar and everything else. I'm like, nobody was even around him. Our offense yeah. was great. And Jed Wills went out too with a little ankle injury. So mm-hmm. for Hubbard to come in and kind of hold down the offensive line, it was amazing. I mean, the offensive line played great, I thought. I mean, yes, there's a couple times oh, yeah. that Baker got pressured, but they Baker had all day to do whatever he wanted. Yeah, and I think it, I think it was on that third down play um, to Schwartz where Baker had all the time in the world. And, yeah. you know, that, that was one, another thing that we almost lose sight of was um, was the fact that OBJ didn't play. And if he was out there, who knows if he makes a difference. But it sounds like Schwartz got all the playing time that he got just because Odell was out. Like Schwartz was his backup. Yeah. Even because you have people Jones having to know his routes that he has to run. You have Landry running those routes. Schwartz was the guy running all the OBJ routes. And so, you know, it was nice to see that in his very first NFL game, he had that kind of success. But, you know, you can't you can't replace uh, the veteran leadership oh, of OBJ and his experience. The great thing is, though, is now I know why they drafted him. His speed, holy shit, Bry. Yeah. It's a, so I got to get into the comments real quick. Just Ed and Columbus said the Browns should have worn brown pants because they pooped themselves in the second half. <laughs> and then Justin Masters. And this is probably one of the best ones because we do our own show. We say whatever we want. Game one reminds me of a young kid going on a first date. They shot their wad in the first half and didn't have any stamina to keep going. Justin, yeah. I cannot – I mean, you can't argue that one. I mean, because they came out guns a-blazing. I think they were overhyped in the first half, and then it finally came back to them. But you got to credit Kansas City because Kansas City made some defensive changes in the second half to kind of eliminate a lot of stuff. But, I mean, watching Juice play, the thing that I take away from the game is, Brian, is the past two years, Tennessee, Baltimore, wasn't even a game. Mm-hmm. Like, blown the hell out but this one especially watching the first half even part of the second half they picked up where they left off and i get excited yep. about that because yes this is a team that went to the super bowl the past two years correct they won one and they lost one yep you had them on the ropes twice now you just mm-hmm. gotta take that next step to get over those ropes you just gotta take that next step and guess what that next step might happen. I think this was the punch in the mouth that they kind of needed to let them know that they're there. They're just not there yet. Yeah, they, they still have a lot to prove. And, yeah, I would have worried if they won this game that maybe they would get a little complacent and even come down to playoff time going back to Kansas City. Oh, you know what? We beat them in week one. We can win in this stadium. No, it's – I, you know, over the next 10, 15 years, as long as Mahomes is there, you're never going to have an easy win against the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I know we're all sick and tired of hearing about how great he is, but I mean, it's it's something you're going to have to deal with over these next several years because he, he's not going anywhere. So we just have to hope for a defensive performance like we had in the first half where, you know, if you give up a field goal, that's a win. Yeah. Um, if you don't give up a 80-yard 
reception for a touchdown to Tyreek Hill, that's a win. Um, so you just have to manage the storm. We're going to have to score 35 points to beat them. <laughs> and that's just what it's going to have to be. And so we were on pace for that after the first half. Defense play great. I, I would like to see Garrett and Clowney maybe do a little more stunts or we, we've been hearing for months now that, um, you can line up Garrett on the inside or you can line up Clowney on the inside because it seemed like I did see Clowney on the inside with Garrett right beside him. So I saw them them together on one side together. Okay. I like with you, like I want to see more of them kind of switching in and out, but also Garrett, I mean, they, Brian, they did a great job of trying to keep it underneath and get the ball out quick from Patrick Mahomes because it's oh, yeah. like they were in the backfield whenever they wanted to be. Well, and with Garrett and Clowney, I saw way too, uh, a ton of times that they're just flying off the edge. And then Patrick Holmes, all he has to do is step up in the pocket to get away from them. And then I, I don't know if he has to call uh, Dwight Freeney for lessons on how to do a spin move to get back to the inside or what it is. But we saw it in the Super Bowl. You have guys flying off the edge. Um, and the reason Patrick Mahomes couldn't step up in the pocket in the Super Bowl was because you have Vita Vea and Ndamukong Sue pushing that pocket up yeah. front so he had nowhere to go. So that's why he would turn around, turn his back to the play, and start running backwards because he had nowhere to go. So if we can have a guy we haven't talked about yet is Malik McDowell. He had a great game. His oh, first man. game in two or three years. Did you and see the place? He was a monster. Oh, my Lord, right. he was amazing. So if he can continue to make those progressions and to take the next step, we have Andrew Billings, who hasn't played in a year. So our defensive tackles can get better. Togi is still a, a rookie and doesn't have any experience. So hopefully by January when we're playing them, Mahomes isn't going to be able to step up in that pocket. And uh, because with his passing ability and his ability with his legs, I mean, he picked up a big first down. He, he scored the touchdown with his legs uh, when McKinley had him dead to rights and he was just a little bit out of control and Mahomes went right around him. So it's not going to be easy, but um, but it's doable. But like I said, to start this all, you're going to have to play damn perfect football to uh, to beat them. And you're going to need guys to come up in the clutch when when you're you're down a little bit and you need that score because. We did a great job playing ahead for the first three quarters, but once we got down, we didn't do much with it. Kelly came up with the best thing. Kelly is the best, came up with the best thing. The Chiefs <coughs> and the Warriors, Mahomes, Curry, Arrowhead is Oracle. We will totally agree. Totally the, agree. I, I, I'm in the same boat with that because that's that's our stepping stone right there. That That's yeah. where we're at. That's where mm. we want to be. Now, Chubb played an amazing game that one fumble i'm not going to be upset about that because mm-hmm. that kid is just special bright even just watching him like watching he knew he fumbled he knew he messed up i've never seen any emotion out of nick chubb until he fumbled the football and he was pissed not like a little bit pissed like he was pissed <laughs> it's so i forgot how much fun it's so much fun it's such a joy to watch him run the football it really is because even, you can see all the the entire you know 20 guys on the field go to one area and then all of a sudden somehow he he squirts out of there and gets 10 or 15 yards it's like 
how the heck does this guy do it every single time? And so and he breaks I'm like with you. Doing it. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah, he was the one that fumbled it, but I'm not going to kill him for it just because, I mean, he's the heart and soul of our team. He's the heart and soul of our offense and we go as he goes. So, so yep, get, hopefully better luck next time. So I want to get in before we switch gears over to towards Houston. Um, you know, we had Rodney Harrison get booted out of the game. Like what is it? A plays it or some shit like that. Yep. It wasn't pretty. Um, but I mean, that had to have a huge impact on the defense because guess what? After he goes, you have MJ Stewart. There's no Delpit. So you got John Johnson, MJ Stewart, and a rookie, LeCount, playing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think it's kind of bushling what the coach did. I understand why the coach did it. And I understand, you know, Harrison's actions. You know, you can't put your hands on anybody afterwards. I, I get that. But. For him to be completely kicked out of the game and nothing happened to that coach is complete BS because the coach initiated it. Yeah, um, but that's just kind of how it is. I mean, the players are judged differently. Um, you have these these physical freaks out on the field, and you know it's like it's like a student pushing a teacher. It's never going to fly. You have to have more control than that especially eight plays in there's no excuse for it um and he has to he has to be better and i'm sure that's what stefanski's telling him i'm sure stefanski's making an example out of him um and just letting him know hey you let your team down we've been waiting for this game for eight months and you let us down and and that's on you and you have to be better and he he will be if he wants to be a part of this team he will be better he'll learn from this and Hopefully he can have a good bounce back game on uh, next week and, you know, get into a better mindset going forward with this team. Yeah. All right. So let's get into Houston next week. All right. So next week we got Houston coming in here with a crap ton of uh, Cleveland Browns on their team. That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> but they actually went out and laid it to the Jaguars last week. Please tell me they have some day on this team. Oh, my God. You I know? Got- I got to search up the roster. I hope so. Yeah. All right. I don't think they do. God, I don't Sandejo think. and, uh, and um, uh, Dwayne Bowe. Oh, Kenny Britt. Kenny Britt. Yeah. yeah that'd give, be great. Give, hopefully, yeah, sign those guys. Those are so Houston, Houston's, I think, one of the oldest teams coming into this year because they got David Johnson. They got they got a lot of players <laughs> for the team. Um, the one thing I worry about, though, is because they kind of look like a team like the Raiders did to us last year. Gr- granted, it was a weather game, but they kind of look like a team is going to punch you in the mouth with their running backs and then try to do a little play action on you, not kind of take the top off, but kind of scare you a little bit. What do you think about Houston? What you, I mean, what's your outlook for the uh, the Houston game coming up? Uh, I feel pretty good about it. I think uh, I think Houston just played Jacksonville that's a mess of a team right now and I think the Browns the fancy is going to have the Browns ready there's not going to be a letdown here I'd be very surprised if we don't win by double digits um you know we're going to be hungry we're going to be playing in front of a packed stadium for the first time in a couple years so it, it will be fine I, I don't think um I don't think the veteran leadership that the that the Texans have will really affect anything. I know we, we know what Tyrod Taylor is. Mark Ingram's pretty washed up, but um, we'll be fine. Yeah, um, I'm excited to see the game. I'm excited to see us flourish. 
Um, and guys aren't going to take this game too lightly. They're not going to – Stefanski came out this week and he was talking about how, yeah, we got to go against the 1-0 Texans. So he he's finally a coach that we have to where I don't worry about us playing down to our competition. We'll be fine. So our crack production staff over here. <laughs> oh, I hear him. Uh, he, he first hold on let me bring him in he no, first don't. gave me no 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 i'm bringing him in <laughs> no, don't. he first gave me the jaguars roster oh trevor lawrence is on the texans now huh so hold on so i moved you to solo and i said houston so he brings up the houston roster and it's the houston rockets oh my god <laughs> that's what i, I didn't even notice for. that that's and what i was laughing for. i'm looking at like damn nba players and i look at him yeah, like, come on man come on john wall's a two-sports star now <laughs> oh my god it, it's Houston Rockets right that a boy well yeah boy. I love him I love well him. done alright so well done. The, the thing uh, I'm kind of looking forward to with Houston is their defense is still in shambles I mean they, they don't have a good defense let's be honest and I gotta see our boys run I, I want to see more of Chubb and Hunt run the ball and a little bit more Hooper Hooper came out at the beginning of the game last week. Oh, here Try it comes. That. Here, that. we got it now. Hooper came out at the beginning of the game, and then he kind of faded <laughs> out when they started passing to Joku and Bryant. But yeah, it's a big place for us. I would love to see that. And also, Jarvis, keep me at you, brother. Jarvis Landry. I, Bry, I tell this to a lot of people, and people laugh at me. He really is the heart and soul of this Browns team. I truly believe that because – if he wasn't on this team doing the stuff that he does because he doesn't take plays off, he blocks downfield, he does anything that he needs to do to help everybody win. Now, granted, he might get 15 yards and might get a penalty for trash talking and taunting, but he's still not going to let your team down. Like, watching him play last week and seeing what he did was absolutely amazing. Oh, let's see here. Darren Fells. Former Brown. Oh, yeah. Tyrod Taylor. Former Brown. Is Duke mm-hmm. Johnson still on this team? I don't know. Josh McCown. Josh McCown's no. on the team? No, he's coaching high school football. Okay. Yep. Up oh, Duke Johnson. There it is. Uh-huh. Thought there was another one. Pharaoh Brown. Pharaoh Brown. Christian Kirksey. Was... Christian, that's the other one I was missing. Christian Kirksey. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, here we go. Monday headline. I can't even read it. We have liftoff. We have liftoff. Stars shine. Get first victory of the season. I like it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We'll take them down. I mean, I don't know if you want to get into your picks now, but I'm not. The players shouldn't take them lightly, but I kind of am as a fan. Okay, well, let's get into the picks. I mean, where are you? So uh, we have Vinny going fifteen to two, and they've already lost one. <laughs> I went fourteen to three, and they've already lost one. And yeah. you're at thirteen to four, and they've already lost one. Me and Eric Metcalf, he said thirteen wins too, didn't he? He didn't want to put that kind of expectations on. I think, I hey, think he did the best 13. quote I got from Eric Metcalf was, "Ah, we'll just score touchdowns and make them look stupid." Yes, sure did. Sure the best did. I have ever heard my entire life. I almost flipped the table when he said that. I like <laughs> the right, honesty. So, 
Let's yes. look at let's give our scores for the uh, Houston. So, do you want to go first this time because you kind of? Yeah, I will. I'll go thir- thirty-one thirteen. Thirty-one thirteen. Thirty-one thirteen Browns. Vinny's getting his pet here. Are you going to go 27-24 Browns? No. Better not. I'd be disappointed with that. No, I'm not. I'm going to go uh, 28-25. That <laughs> still counts as one. He's snake no, in the grass. That counts as one. It's close enough. <laughs> you really going 28-25? Uh, no, I just pulled that out of my butt. That a boy. What are you going with? Uh, let's see. Houston and what did Brad say? Bry said 31 to 10. 13. 13. 31-13. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm going to go 35. I think, uh, you know, I think the Browns have got a lot more in there. Um, it's, Texans really aren't a KC team. So I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to go 35, 35-18. Uh, 35-18? Yeah. Well, I'm nice. going to dribble that one out. So it's only one right now, Bri. Okay. You know something? I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to go 40 to 21. Okay. Get some garbage time points. Garbage time points. The Texans. Yeah. I think so because I think I think the Browns are going to come out like they did with uh, Tennessee like they did the last time. Kind of punch them in the mouth right at the beginning and then see what happens afterwards. Can we can we make some sort of bet like uh who's gonna is it gonna be more Jared Beers or is it gonna be more Houston points? Uh depending or for the day. Or beer drinks, drinks. I won't say beers, I'll say drinks for the day. Oh, you guys really want to do that? I I mean if you can keep track of them, that's gonna be the hardest part. You keeping track of all. I, I might say try. if you're if you're going to pool afterwards, I might go with Jared Drinks. It's a one p.m. game. <laughs> no, you get get the party started at ten in the morning. Actually, nine. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> so from nine o'clock until when pool ends, which is until like when pool ends. Yeah. Yep. How many drinks do you think I could do at that point in time? Do you think oh, I would well, you do? Could do. You could do like Houston scores. You have Houston at 21 drinks. 9 a.m.? Am I with you or not? That's 10 hours of not with me. Not at all. So that's, not at all. That's two drinks an hour. It's not that much. Yeah, two, two drinks an hour. That should be normal for them. I mean, unless it's like a, oh. you know, double shots of bourbon or something. Well, do you count double shots of bourbon as two? What do you That's a good question. Country? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because I, I, I don't. It is two. I don't, one. I was going to say because I don't come in soft. I come in hot. <laughs> I was going to say so, these aren't filled with water. Yeah. Right. Do you so, do you drink the, way, the uh, Cleveland Underground whiskey right now that that's, Vinny and I are sipping on? That's true. Do you drink it straight? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Well, then, yeah. Yeah. No I might go Houston. I might go Houston points then if you're drinking straight. Bourbon. Oh, no. So, so what I'm going to do is for the tailgate, I do Blay Berries first thing in the morning. Because huh. me and my wife do Blay Berries together. I've never had a Bloody Mary in my life. Uh, we are going to gamble. Might let snack a little bit. 
Um, Mike. I will. Mike. I got to get a base. I got to no, get a base. Snacking's fine. I'm just trying to think of how many drinks you would have in between there. So, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me some kind of a rundown, and I'll I'll, I'll do over-under. So here's what's going to happen. So All right. from 9, we're we're at 50 minutes. We got to get a Fat Boy Tuesday here. Well, let's okay. Right. So let's just say from 9 until about noon, it's Bloody Mary time. So I might have okay. three, three to four Bloody Marys. You think Five. more? I think higher. No, 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 no. At, at that rate, I if you're going nine and noon with only Bloody Marys, yeah, I don't see you having that many Bloody Marys. So six between nine and noon. That's three like hours. You, Two an hour is six. Six. Even if I give oh, you yeah. Bloody Marys, no, I, I, I don't see that happening. So, really? I think you got it. Bloody Marys? Yeah, I love Bloody Marys. Do you really? Yeah. <laughs> With the dill pickle and the olives. All right, oh yeah. All right, maybe maybe my problem is that I don't like Bloody Marys at all. No, neither do I. I don't know how. Okay, how about Bloody this. Mary like that. How about this, Brian? Vinny? No, Vinny. Yeah. No, I know Brian Vinny. What about rum and cokes? Because those are my go-to. How many do you think those I could drink from nine until noon? If it's one shot, you could easily do two an hour. Oh, easily. If it's double shot, like I know, I know, cold. I know how many rum and cokes I used to do from 4 p.m. <laughs> to midnight. So I mean, yeah, you're looking at eight, eight hours. You know, when we, I, we got take it off the board. It, there's enough. It's not consistent. Like if it was like me, it, it would be beers and it would be like Coors Light. So you know that's consistent. If you're going Bloody Marys, you're going double shots. You're going rum and cokes. There's no you're way to uh, tell about the carbonation effect. If you're talking See? shots, hey, there's a lot to play that's, into this. That's why take it off the board. Certain occasions, I do not touch beer because I feel bloated, and, and that's he why doesn't I, usually drink <laughs> beer. And I go, so you got to take that in consideration. I go straight beer and uh, other Long Islands. Oh my god, I forgot about Long oh, Island. Yeah, oh. all right. Or Vizzies. If you stick with your Vizzies, that's like six drinks. That's like that's like. Yeah, right. And that's like three different shots. You well, you know something here. How about this? We're already 54. Six... Come on. Let's get into Fat Boy Tuesday. Right, yep, come on. All right. It's right. off the board. I took it it's off. It's off the board. It was close, Brian. I... Let's, hey, let's Bri. put that in for next episode before he gives the response. Well, I'm going to the game in two weeks for the Bears. And with me, we can do beers. And I'll, do, <laughs> I'll, I'll count the Coors Lights I got. I want you to put the bottle caps or tabs in your pocket. I need to know and I know who you're going with, and I will tell my sister and Chris to keep an eye on you. Well, I may have to drive is the only thing, so we'll we'll see about that first. All right, all right, we'll figure it out. Got to be safe. All right, go ahead. Yeah, I know it's the wrong one first. And now it's time for Fat Boy Tuesday. <laughs> Our Fat Boy Tuesday is not sponsored because of shit like that. <laughs> All right. So we it's have decided that uh, Fat Boy Tuesday can be whatever the hell we want it to be. And today we are doing uh, game day foods. Yes. So our Fat Boy Tuesday game day foods. So for me, yesterday during the game, I was at pooling. I had myself a Mr. B's burger which was their take on the Roman burger and a dozen spicy garlic wings with blue cheese and celery. So that's what I had for, but normally my game day foods, mostly wings. 
I love wings during football games. You give me not boneless wings, Bry. Wings. Okay. Bone in. Okay. I need a little substance. I need wings. And normally at Pure that point. Substance. At that point in time, maybe a buffalo chicken or some kind of sandwich to go along with it. Depending on where sure. I'm at, most of the time it's a Reuben and wings. So sure. nachos, pizza, and chili. Holy shit, Justin. He just you went go wrong. He just I I, I, I hey, I'm not gonna say no to pizza, but most of the time I'm <laughs> during the game. So let's go to let's go to my cousin Vinny. Vinny, what do you got for game day foods, bud? Uh normal game day foods is um whatever mama's spread is. I know mama's spread. I gotta go over there for you that. Know? <laughs> um first day's game day spread here this year. Uh actually I really didn't I, I didn't go to mom's. So um I should I was, smack the shit out I of I was I was at home. Um actually I went to um I went out to my brother in law's and uh we were helping uh a lot of the times put uh Princess poor she likes that she likes that she got brother. excited she got excited she did. She did. <laughs> uh your spirit animal we... <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean you didn't watch? You talking food up there? Yeah, I, I, yeah, actually, I didn't end up watching a lot of the first half of the game. Uh, we were over at the uh, yeah, we were over at my brother in law's. All house. right, all right. We were uh, cleaning out the the attic of the um, of his pool barn. So uh, a lot of raccoon feces and uh, asbestos. That's we don't want That's that. What that I was for. For. Well, you know, there we go. Bingo. Oh, Bingo. I got it. We did go out. We, did go. we went to Longhorn. We went to Longhorn though. All right. <laughs> well, after rat feces. <laughs> All right. Hey, you got a mask on. Hey. That was good. <laughs> you know what the great thing is? And mute. <laughs> so. No, uh, I want to hear more about the feces <laughs> and the Longhorns. So, I mean, pizza's a go-to, yeah. right, Brian? Well, for me, it depends. There's three different scenarios. Am I, like, on Sunday, watching it from home, just my wife and I, we were supposed to go to my brother's, but my niece was not feeling well, so just stayed home. Watching it at my house, having a low-key kind of day, it's pizza. Uh, this past weekend, it was Antonio's Pizza. Have you ever had Antonio's? I have, but you were just a pepperoni guy, right? We went bacon this time. The wife went out, so oh, you just we went, went bacon. bacon, just bacon. No pepperoni. Yep. No pepperoni. Oh, um, Brian is a one-topping guy. Yep, pretty much. I'll do pepperoni, bacon, sausage, but if you get too much on there, it can get to be a little too much. I can't have my four, five, six pieces like I like to oh. have. Oh, we have Jets Pizza. Yeah, I love Jets. Yeah. Oh, the deep God, dish. I love that. Yeah, and wigs begin with W. Gotta have them. <laughs> Get the W. So if I'm going out to a bar, it's, yeah, some sort of sandwich. Chicken, uh, buffalo chicken, a burger. Maybe I'll get wings or something like that. But then the third scenario is, uh, like, having a, a house party, having people over. Oh, dips. Which, if that's the case, oh. it, yeah, it's dips. It's uh, crock pot chicken, uh, meatballs, the famous meatballs. Got to get those. And you just go make a plate and get, like, five or six different things, throw it on your plate. So it just depends how I'm, how I'm taking in the game that day. Now, Paulie, uh, Brian and I love the barbecue and chicken pizza 
from Jets. Also, mm-hmm. you've had the BLT, right, Bri? What do you think about that guy? Yeah, that's good. Oh God, I love all the all the great. specialty pizzas there. Yeah, taco, do they have a taco pizza? I think they do. I think they do. Yeah. I love Jets. Oh my God. Yeah. Jets I don't know how Jose hates Jets that much. I could eat twelve pieces of that and just feel miserable for the rest of the day. I'll be all right. That that's the problem. It's so good. It's 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 knowing like when it's to crack. stop. It's yeah. crack, right? It is nice and crispy and buttery crust, but the pieces are about that thick. Cajun crust seasoning from Jets? I did not know they I had. I haven't that. had that. Well, shit. Well, that must be their normal normal crust type deal. I'd be hiccuping forever. I'm not even going to get into you. Pick oh, up wow. It's a long story. It's, Cajun. it's not that Cajun spicy. Crust? It's not that spicy. Depends on what kind of sauce you got with it. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. All right. So we have wings, pizza, burgers. Uh, yeah. Steak. Steak. Oh, yeah. Steak. Yeah, you got to go with steak. Yeah. Long you know, if, it, if it's so nice it's out, nice. especially you got to grow out, right, Bri? Oh, if yeah. It, if it's a good time, you can grow out hot dogs, bratwurst. Yeah. You got to add those to the list too, right? Sure. Absolutely. Smoke a little ribs maybe. If you get up Ooh. early enough, maybe it's a 4 o'clock game or something. That's what I should have done. I just hung over. It's all right, bud. It happens. All right. <laughs> so we're ready to close out the show? Uh, sure. Three. Let's go to my cousin Vinny's word of the day answer. Oh, no. Flammable. Okay. We're not doing top three? We will here after this. Oh, okay. I want to get it out of my head. So, oh, you know. Very interesting. All right. Here we go. It's inflammable. Inflammable. Brian, you want to go first? Not really. I never want to go first with Vinny's yes. word of the day. Um, I'm going to go with something that cannot catch fire. Something that yeah. catch fire. Okay. I guess that's where I was leaning to, but I was hoping you had a better one. Yeah. No. All right. Wait, we'll both go down together if we're going down. We're going down together like a sinking ship. Hey, we're a team. Just like the Browns. We're a team. Well, you want to be Leo? The no. Word? Who's oh. Leo? On Leonardo the DiCaprio? <laughs> yeah, he's, okay. he's the one that drowned to let the wife I go. I got okay. I was just a couple seconds behind you. Yeah, okay, thanks. All right, well, <laughs> inflammable actually means you guys in this case so describes things that can easily catch fire what that's what inflammable means what the what's flammable mean then i don't have flammable up here all i know is oh come on that cop out Vinny. <laughs> That's the same so we thing well flammable. flammable is things that actually do catch fire in my opinion yeah i could be easily but inflammable actually describes the things that can easily catch fire what so like a leaf can catch fire easily so it would be inflammable until it's actually in flames which would make it flammable I don't know. <sighs> well, guess what, Bri? Do you know what I realized today? Hmm. Uh, my cousin Vinny's word of the day is finally done. Oh, no. Yep, oh, that was it. Hey. That was it. I've, I'm done. You know what? 
let's have like a uh, let's have a my cousin Vinny uh, math problem of the day next or something like that. You know what? Like if if the Cleveland Browns are down thirteen to six, they get a safety and then return a two point conversion. What's the score after that? You want to you? I'll tell you what. We'll create an algebra problem. We'll oh, change Jesus it. God, we'll, no. All right, we're all right. right. All right. I've an algebra problem for you. Don't Long worry. division. Both catch fire, flammable. If yeah. that is very true, it's absolutely true. Where the hell were you at before that? Inflammable though talks about the things that can catch fire, but don't necessarily do catch fire. All right, so screw this. Let's go to top three. So they're basically the same. Stop thing. it! I'm done. With that. I just want to have fun with that one. You're, it was an easy word. You're a dick. It was one that we've all heard before. Yep. Hey, Bry. He's making this look like, yeah. What else is new? Listen, make it would look you rather like that like fried, Vinny? But you can learn. Yeah, because guess what? The hard words, we all look stupid on. I know. The easy even words, me. we look even stupider on. Well, or more stupid, or whatever the hell the word is. We're stupider. <laughs> I completely agree. All right, let's get in our top three. You dumb. You dumb. <laughs> top three. <laughs> All right, so our top three, and we're all laughing here because it's just, we went off the rails, so far off the rails. We're going to do our top three bold predicts for the Browns 21-22 season because we didn't do them last week because we all went fanboy on Eric Metcalf. And once again, thank you, Eric Metcalf, because it was fun as shit to have you on our (laughs) show. I never had so much fun, especially to see Brian's face go, oh, oh. I wasn't expecting it until I saw his face. I heard you give all his credentials, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's not going to be him. <laughs> yep, sure enough, somehow pulled it off all so the way across I, the ocean. Hey, I know. I don't know how I did it, but I'll take credit for it. So, number three for the fat guy is, yes, we were going to finish 14-3, and three, and yes, we will win the Super Bowl this year. Number <laughs> three. Number three, win the Super Bowl. How's that your number three? That's like the apex. Hold on, hold on. My number two (laughs) is... How do you get bigger than that? John Johnson III wins Defensive Player of the Year. Okay. My number one, and you're going to love this one, buddy. After seeing it, I had to go with it. Anthony Schwartz. Wins rookie of the year for offense. Okay. That's not bad. Those are bold predicts, right? So that would be bigger than winning the Super Bowl? It would be for me. Uh, <laughs> that's fine. You didn't say we had to do them in order. I'm just giving you yeah. a hard time. Thanks, Dick. I already called Vinny and Dick when we got <laughs> off the air from the top three. So I'm calling everybody Dick tonight. All right. So let's go to. Big Bry's top three bold predicts. Well, mine are going to seem quite not so bold compared to yours, and but we do have a similarity here. That's like last kind year. of, all right, kind of, kind of. Hey, we're I didn't go quite as bold as you. 
No, we have John Johnson the third. I'm with you there, but I said he leads the league in interceptions. Oh, that's a good one. I, I think he's just a ball hawk back there. I think he's going to be on the field a ton. And yeah, usually corners don't lead the league in interceptions too often. But um, yeah, he's my guy. He's going to be our leader of our defense. So he's my number three. My number two. And might not seem so bold, but I think Nick Chubb leads the league in touchdowns. Um, had two already this week. Hunt's going to steal some from him, but, um, I mean, he's just – give it to him. He's automatic inside the five and uh, will be in there a lot this year. So, leader in touchdowns. He's never done it in his career. And my number one is, again, not quite as bold as yours, but I think we host a playoff game. I think no, – uh, I think which means – we win the division. And uh, right now, after doing what we did to Kansas City, we have to put that behind us. Our number one goal needs to be winning the division right now for the rest of the year. And yep. if we get the number one seed, great, but it's going to be very tough to uh, pass Kansas City where we stand right now. Before we get to my cousin Vinny's top three, we have Kelly is the best. Schwartz has more yards than Donald Peoples Jones. Chubb, most wrestling tees and the nice. Super Bowl. We also, go. we have Justin Masters. Uh, Baker wins MVP. Oh, and don't Justin, give it away. This is just kind of a given. Ohio State meets meets Michigan. Yeah. How's <laughs> that bold? Something that's happened for the last decade? That's not bold. It's like saying I'm going to wake up tomorrow. <laughs> well, all right, let's get into my cousin Vinny's top three. I can't right. wait to hear this one. All right. Hey, you know I got the brownies. They're going 15 and 2. Yep. All right. So that's my number three right out the gate. Uh, in order for that to happen, my next bold predict is uh definitely gotta have a top five defense. Oh gotta have a top five. Nice. I like that. Nice. We gotta Vinny. be able to stop that ball on the other team for sure. Um, my number one kind of follows into that as well. Um, I do completely agree. Uh, Baker is MVP. Wow, know? there it is. Which I mean, sweet. really the only way that Baker wins the MVP is kind of if he wins a Super Bowl, right? I mean, how many, <laughs> how many, how many quarterbacks have won MVP without winning the Super Bowl? Aaron he has to, <laughs> right. Well, he he has to to ball out for the regular yeah. season. Yeah. And uh, if he does that and the Browns have, you know, 14, 15 wins like we predicted, he has a great chance of winning it. Right. I, I love Ed Columbus's one-liners. Three <laughs> and two, Lamar out <laughs> the Browns due to COVID. And one, Browns win the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Pretty damn bold, and I'd take it all day, every day. All right, so, Bry, <laughs> let's get into the trivia answer real quick, please. Yep, yep. We'll see how well you know your college football. All right, so number one pick on Mel's number one, board. Yep, the number one player on Mel's big board is who in college football? I'm going to go with a kid from Oregon. Uh, was it Thibodeau is his last name? There who missed the Ohio State game, right? And it was really just my way of saying – Oregon beat Ohio State, and they didn't even have the best player in the country on their team, and they still beat them. So take that, Justin. Yeah, okay. I'm all right with that. (laughs) 
Sorry, you gotta have a down year once in a while. You got like five five star quarterbacks or something. I, but I, you, you asked me earlier this week what was more disappointing: Ohio State's loss or Browns' loss, right? I said Browns' yep. loss. You want to yep. know why? Because Ohio State can still come back and get the playoffs. <laughs> you know what? I should have asked you. I should have asked you when was the last time Michigan had a better record than Ohio State? At what point? Oh my! That's God. probably a good question. 1994? Wow. That's probably a good question. Tom Brady. Probably no, no, no. Shoelace. <laughs> no, but I mean, Ohio's... Oh, oh uh, the fickle year, probably. Yeah, fickle year. Yeah, right. Why are we even saying the fickle year? So, yeah, all right, we're getting out of that. We'll get into Big 12 later. All right, boys, <laughs> you're here at the end of the show. So, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Justin, Ed, Kelly, all you guys in the comments, I can't think of Pauly. I cannot forget about Pauly this time. You know, holy shit, I cannot forget about Pauly. Uh, hold on, hold on one second. You know, everybody kind of has, you know, the uh, Sam Adams commercials. Yeah. Your cousin from Boston. Yeah, that's your cousin uh, from got, Boston. Well, yeah, except from New Hampshire. Does he you have know? a boss? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my god. All right. Give him an opportunity. He's got that. Uh, he's definitely got from that. Boston. <laughs> from hey, Samuel Adams. Hey, hey, we got it right here too. Don't nice. worry. What are you drinking? A cherry wheat. Fest? Cherry, oh, cherry wheat. wheat. Nice. Oh yeah. I'm drinking. Yeah, we're not getting into what I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. I am going to kick my cousin Vinny off. Vinny, tell him good night. Hey, have a good night, everybody. Bry, God bless him. Yep. God bless you. God bless America. I am that fat guy. We are definitely a legal ham to the face, and we are definitely uncorked and unloaded right now. Uh, also, I want to one shout out that we forgot to do uh, the anniversary, the 20 year anniversary of September 11th was uh, over the weekend. And, you know, for a lot of people that, um, especially here in this household, that rings true and it rings deep and hard. Um, for all those families that still are affected, I I have to teach my sons who are eight years old what that meant to this country. And it's it's something that uh, I never thought I would have to do, but as an American, I feel like I should, be, especially for my kids and for everybody else that lost a lot of lives that day. Um, I remember that day vividly. I was at my mother's house downstairs in the basement and she woke me up to tell me to turn on the tv and when i turned on the tv i could not believe what i saw so for all those families that were affected for all those first responders and military that were there to help out you guys are the most amazing people in the world and we will never never forget that day here so thank you all for watching we love our troops we love our first responders u.s we love you see you